0: Hola, it's Nick, and I had the pleasure of being the half-mic on the episode that we're calling I'm Not Dying Sober. We go into sobriety. We all went through a Sober October challenge, and we talk about what that month meant to us and what sobriety means on society. A few things I'd like to talk about. One, our half-mic friend Jake could not be here. He was traveling the world, flying in didn't make it, but we love them. Another thing, first off, I just want to say thank you to everybody. Um, This podcast journey, this is our 10th episode and it's been an absolute whirlwind. Y'all have been giving us great feedback. We get to hear about it all the time. We were just traveling out of town. People are coming up to us on ideas. So literally thank you to everyone that listens week in, week out, gives us feedback. This is why we do it for you and really happy for that. So that being said, the four and a half mics are going to take a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, We're going to not release an episode after this one for a week. There's some things we want to work out. There's some implementations we want to bring to the episode. And we're going to have a little bit of a surprise for y'all coming Thanksgiving week. Um, Who knows what that's going to be? Actually, we do know, but you don't know. So that being said, thank you again. Hope you like this one. And have a freaking good one. We'll see you on the other side. Oh, baby, come on
1: over. Get up closer. All I need is your love.
0: What's up, the good people of the Four and a Half Mics audience? It is Nick, and I am your half mic today. Just a reminder the Four and a Half Mics is a conversational podcast, variety show. We bring something to the table, the five of us bozos talk about it, and we go from there, to be honest. Uh, But I'm really happy to have the privilege today to talk about sobriety, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But just a reminder, all of you listening, Please subscribe, rate, review all of our four and a half mics content. We're out here trying to break into the podcast world, and it really helps if you can just give us a recommendation, a review, a thumbs up. It really means a lot to us who spend the time doing this. Share it with your moms. My mom actually, I saw her this weekend, and she's like, Yo, I've listened to every single episode you guys have put out. I was like, I had no idea she was <laughs> yeah. doing that. Moms are sick.
2: She also called us bozos, because that's ima- that's who I imagine using that word to describe a bunch of <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> You bozos.
0: Um, no, she actually liked it. Thanks, Mom. Um, but that being said, DM us, add us on social media. That's at four and a half mics spelled out. And the website is also the same.com dot com. Before we get started, just giving another shout out to our boys at Sandbar. I know they've had actually some Instagram issues recently, but they have a contest that's going on right now for some free swag, but you can do one better and get 20% off with the code half Spell that sucker out. They have some big announcements coming with Black Friday and the four and a half mics and Sandbar are putting our minds together for some swag in itself. So stay tuned for that. That being said, let me toss it over to Max for some Movember updates.
2: Yo, yo! We have facial hair around this table right now. I have a mustache. Chase and Yanni are rocking some mean mustaches. I'm, I, I will say a caveat. I'm growing mine out a little bit more before I shave it up. Um, but special shout out to a lot of our listeners out there for for rising. Uh, rising to the challenge to help us raise money for prostate cancer, testicular cancer, men's health, and suicide awareness. Um, All things that are near and dear to us as dudes. We are up to $135 out of our $1,000 goal. All it takes for you is to Venmo... One of us, if you know one of us, hopefully you do. Venmo us a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, four dollars, five dollars, or be a rock star like Lily S out of Fort Lauderdale who hit us up with twenty five dollars with the special request that my mustache has, uh, you know, the Fu Manchu look. So Lily will get her request. <laughs> Thank you, Lily. The more dollars you give us, the more fun requests you can get. Who knows? Maybe Chase will like shave like little lines into his eyebrows or something, like, and look real
1: trello. I'll Definitely do that
2: (laughs) but yeah so cat
0: scratches appreciate
2: everybody who uh sent us some doll hairs it's going to a good cause go on our november page take it upon yourself to help us out so nice and uh chase what
0: are we, are we ready to kick this thing off? Are we ready to go with it? I think we are. Let's yeah. do it. We're All right. Doing peanut gallery. Yeah, here.
1: knock us with some peanuts, dude. So, yeah, interesting story. <laughs> I was reading um, the news this past weekend. There's a story going around of this uh, convicted murderer in Iowa. He got convicted of murder in 1997. He's saying his life sentence has been served four years ago. He's been in jail four years too long because he died of septic poisoning and then was revived. So technically, he's lived his life sentence.
3: That man found the loophole of all loopholes. That's that a, was
1: it.
0: That's he, a wily coyote right there. Wait, how did he, quote unquote, die?
1: He got kidney stones, which were really bad because he was in jail or prison. So like nobody's taking care of his stones, you know. Dude, <laughs> <And> <laughs> honestly,
0: I hope none of us have to. Any, has anyone had a kidney stone? I've heard it's no, like a nightmare. I heard it's the worst thing of all uh, time. Pro
2: tip: Don't drink a lot of milk. Do drink a lot of uh, water with lemon.
1: So yeah, he went into septic shock from his stones, and he uh, he got brought back to life. They uh, they like revived him. Like they gave him like five you know defibrillators and and brought him back. And I guess that he's arguing because he had a do not resuscitate agreement. Planned and signed, which means that if I go into shock or I have a heart attack or I have something, you are only to give me like pain meds until I die. Like you're supposed to let me pass because I don't want to keep it going on.
3: I know if the, if I were him, I would be so heated.
1: Yeah, he's then, trying to get out. He's like, "This sucks. I'm yeah. in prison forever." I let got out. Die. I got he's, out, and they
2: pulled me right,
3: pulled me back, right back in. in. But I think he, I on I'm, look, I'm no lawyer, That's but my I think guy. he has a legitimate claim to getting let out. Yeah. Was, was he
0: actually pronounced
1: dead? Yes, he was dead. He was like his heart stopped and then started again.
2: This guy's kind of this guy's kind of got a lot of things going for him uh, because that's that'd be such a lame way to go out. So like in a way, he's got to be like kind of happy and be like, yeah, at least I didn't die of kitty but the, stones. The stones got you. Yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> the rolling stones. I mean, I don't
2: want to analyze this for too long, but man, ladies, if we ever had a comp- a Comparable situation of pain to childbirth. Oh, birth.
0: Max, don't go down this road, dude. Dude, I'm not saying if we ever had
2: a comparable situation, <laughs> no, it would be Girls get kidney, kidney
0: stones. stones too, bro.
2: Really? <laughs> yes, they could. But the the whole anatomy of how we
1: exit our kidney stones abort, is a little bit. Abort, dude. Uh, abort. All right, sorry. <laughs> I couldn't help it, dude. You think about that shit? It sucks. I just think it's crazy. This guy's serving a life sentence, and he's going out in the Iowa state or county or whatever, you know, jurisdiction he was in thought to themselves, no, this guy he needs a little bit more time.
3: He must have done some shitty, shitty Yeah, things. it must have been a bad murder. Yeah, bad. I was
2: going to say, wait. All murders are bad. Loophole but. totally nulled because you still killed somebody. So we're not going to, like, honor any loophole that
3: you
0: They're bring called, up. Like,
1: <laughs> Let's <laughs> put <laughs> him
2: back on trial for that one time he killed somebody.
1: They could call it the pee hole loophole.
3: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's good. He's going to wind up dead Yikes. in like two days. Don't worry about
1: it. They're going to find him dead dead. Some guard's going to go in there and take care Jeffrey of it. Jeffrey Epstein's going to pay him a visit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just going to kill himself. On that note. All right, Yanni, uh, what do you got for us for a little bit of a hypothetical?
3: All right, the no hypothetical for this episode. I'm trying to get
0: some heady
3: hypothetical. Wow. Max is, on, Max is on a roll Good today. Good Lord. <laughs> Happy Monday, folks. Good Lord. Happy Thursday. So I'll get right into it. If <laughs> if, if Instagram and Facebook were just to happen to go down f- completely off your phone, they were just deleted, wiped off the face of the earth. Uh What would happen to society? What would you do?
1: So just to clarify, I wake up, it's, you know, Thursday morning. I'm just about to throw in my four and a half mics new episode. obviously, And I go to check Instagram because it pairs great while I'm, you know, doing the morning duty naturally. And, uh, I just go to click it and it's not there.
3: The, the, the the actual icon is 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 gone.
2: Mark Zuckerberg literally
1: disappears.
3: So what you're doing is you're scrolling through your two pages of apps and you're like, I don't know where it is. And you go on the app store, try download. It's gone. So, so now you're hyperventilating. You go hyperventilating.
0: to safari. This go to is safari like a- and what do you see on the first page of the safari after Instagram and Facebook have been closed? What's the first news article? Title? Brand new Apple announcing social media app. Kylie, Kylie <laughs> Jenner jumps
2: <laughs> off building. The world The um, world would be immediately a better so place. So
1: I think my what would go initially through my mind is... Like at first kind of confusion, like trying to figure out what the situation was. But once I got some more detail on it, whether the Zuck just kind of just realized it wasn't all worth it, wanted to take it down or if some greater force decided that those things shouldn't exist, I probably would feel kind of freed after a little while.
0: I think it would be a little while. I think right away you immediately think about what you had on those apps who you were connected with There would be a lot of lost
1: history and other things that would be bad.
2: Well, I would lose the stream of revenue because my Bang Energy drink posts would not slap (laughs) nearly as hard, dude. And honestly- (laughs) At
3: Bang CEO. How would
2: anybody be able to know that I'm doing all right if I didn't post a morning coffee picture on my story at 7.21 in the morning to show I was up earlier than you that said, vibes.
1: All the LinkedIn flexors <laughs> out there would still be going pretty strong. At least oh, they yeah the, LinkedIn would become the news.
2: LinkedIn, oh my God. LinkedIn would be <laughs> insane, dude. To be <Dude, laughs> like, this weekend I had some R&R over at, uh, over at uh, Billy Bob's Bar and Grill with oh, uh, 30 of my closest fraternity brothers. Don't remember anything.
3: It would anything. be anarchy. It would definitely be
0: anarchy. I think the world would just freaking go nuts. Oh. I mean, you would obviously... My first step would probably be hitting a group chat or texting someone asking like, is this actually happening? All of a sudden the news and people that use Instagram, Facebook for business for everything else that their whole lives are based around these apps would go absolutely nuts. I know. To, like what do you think would happen in the economy? It would obviously be bad. It'd be horrible like, for the economy. Really? I think so. Oh, I
1: think yeah. the Snap stock would so go much, up like 400%. You don't think, <laughs> no, so much so like, e-commerce let's just say like and stuff goes what if, through. Because it's all the economy, and I mean, I'm not an economist. Don't get me wrong, but like from my perspective, what drives the market from a macro standpoint is certainty, uncertainty, and scarcity. Right. So right now, for them to have those apps that are publicly traded be in existence and have that just disappear, that stock tanks. Which it would. It wouldn't just go away. It would. Tank.
0: How many people are invested in Facebook?
1: So That's it's insane. like to have a stock like that completely pummel. Like that would have to have a bad effect because of all the uncertainty. What's going to happen? Nobody knows. So then the economy goes down. I'm
0: going to take
2: the uh, I'm going to take the nice viewpoint of this the the glass half full. Hopefully people would get connected with their fellow man. Hopefully people would go outside and be like, "Damn, it's beautiful. It's 76 right now in November. God, I'm so freaking lucky to live down here." Let us let us. Partake.
3: It'd be a real sobering
2: experience. People. Oh, people. Oh, nice. Episode callback.
1: Yeah, no, i just say people have to start using their yearbooks again figure out who they went to class with.
0: It would it would be detrimental, I think, but it might there might be good if we could see the other side of it. But it would be a very interesting and it would be the white girl plague of twenty nineteen. We'd fuck it up. We'd find a white. way to like show off our
2: status with some other yeah, terrible there, there'd be, invention. Imp- Improvise. You'd be like walking around uh, with some sort of variant of a hat, and each variant of the hat. <laughs> Look at like, how
1: big that guy's hat is. He's that'd be the new stuff. thing.
2: Uh, we'd find <laughs> out. Yeah, that's the first thing that came to my head. It's kind of like Lincoln back in the day. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Link, dude. Lincoln literally was the first Instagram flexor. All right. All
0: right. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Well, well let's get started on this I'm episode. I'm pandering. So, um. <laughs> This episode comes from the standpoint that myself, Max and Chase and a few other good friends from across the state competed. Shout and, out Jack, Alex and Jeremy. Yeah, shout out Jack, Alex and Jeremy completed and competed in a sober October challenge. So that was sobriety from all things alcohol and etc., And that also was, you know, a few book challenges of completing um, physical challenges. There was 10 hot yoga sessions, which just for the just for the normal listener, hot yoga does not get any easier. The more you do it, it still sucks. You still sweat. You still feel like you're not going to make it. It's rough. Um, But then, you know, we ended the month with a savage race and completed that a seven mile obstacle course race which was fairly brutal. But that being said, this was my second Sober October. Yanni, you all know his perspective on drinking and usually being more sober than others. Uh, but Chase and Max absolutely crushed it this month. And, you know, this episode's going to be about the perspective on what they thought it was like, if they're going to do it ever again, <laughs> probably not. Uh, but just to kick it off, I mean, what did you two think about Sober October and going through it, it sucks. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah. Reflecting back on it. I did. not It didn't suck. Everyone else sucked. You know,
0: <laughs> that is actually a very that's, accurate. Statement. That's really
1: the put. Cause like if I was by myself on a, you know, an evening or in a certain situation where other people aren't drinking, yeah, it's super easy to do it. But at the end of the day, life happens. Everyone else that I know and that I can consistently hang out with, is a drinker for the most part. And so whenever I'm doing something with those people, they're typically drinking. And so that then comes the part that made it hard throughout the month, which is saying no to people that you care about when you know you don't want to say no, but you are saying no because you made a promise to yourself. And that's really the key at the end of the day is, yeah, I don't want to tell you no right now. So I might be smiling and telling you no and really looking like I want to have a drink because I do. But at the end of the day, I made a promise to myself and that's more important than whatever you're trying to get me to do in this moment and right in front of you. And that's what was hard.
2: I, I took a totally different route. I went complete avoidance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Max didn't <laughs> I, I was out of town. I was
2: literally out of town every single weekend. Um, <laughs> the hardest person I had to deny drinks with was a friend of ours who, before he left town, two friends of ours before they left town, actually, interestingly enough. Um, And, and it got progressively not easier to say no, but I just got so like cumbersome to it. Ultimately the month itself was filled with growth. I'm sure we'll touch on a number of different ways Mm -hmm. that you can kind of grow through sobriety. I don't recommend it to many people. The most funny thing that I got, I don't recommend it to many people because I know that people would just not follow through. If you're, if you're really looking to challenge yourself, that's what it'll bring you. Um, to Chase's point, I mean, Monday through Thursday, not really that hard to go with it. If you have a routine, if you have a routine. Um, but I think the, the most funny question I got throughout the month was like, or like question or like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like out for me that people were trying to provide me with. They're like, I'll just do like June or like a month that P- that sucks, dude. Why aren't you doing February, bro? And I'm just like, Every month there is an excuse it's to drink. Be something uh, that sucks. Do not tell me that there is going to be a good month for this. There is not. October potentially the worst.
1: Something I want to take the t- temperature of of everyone at the group, including you, Yanni. Like, because I know you have nights uh-huh. where you are just I am not drinking tonight, and you'll be out with people, and you are just gonna be sober it's pretty much every night. The biggest question that would make like not piss me off, but just be like, what are you even asking? Like, I would never ask someone this. Is like, oh yeah, I am doing a sober October. It's like why? <laughs> when people would ask that question, I yeah. would just be like, what are you, what do you even mean? Why? Like, why would you not like, and you kind of give me that judgmental look like, Oh yeah. Like why are you doing that? It's like, because I want to like, cause I think I can so, and I'm trying to challenge myself.
0: One of the funnier ones I think I got was people, they didn't ask why, but they're like, yo dude, I respect you so much for doing that. I'm like, don't give me your fucking respect just because I didn't drink for a month. Like, let me do something cool, all right? How like, many, have you seen me the other eleven months? Yeah, yeah, many, I don't deserve. I was gonna respect. say how
2: many people I had to like caveat. Like, yeah, I'm doing this thing. It's kind of like health, like m- like mental wellness type month for me, and like, but I was like. Every other month, I promise you, you and I would have three to six drinks. Right now, I promise you. Like I was trying not to make people feel bad. Like as I was explaining why, what I was looking for out of the month, I think eventually people realize.
3: So I've been, I've been sober. I'm like I I never really drank ever. Um, Like I said in in one of the prior episodes, shout out to booze bros. bros. Literally on my hands, I can count the amount of times I've been drunk, and I think eventually people either really accept you for not drinking or they really don't want to be around you.
2: Some people are turning this podcast off right now and those people sure. suck.
3: And I think, I think part of <laughs> the best part of me not drinking is learning who I actually like Yeah. because the minute that I realized that I would have some people that I would meet. So in school I would meet somebody and obviously they don't know everything about me. Um, and eventually they, after a few weeks, they figure out, Oh, he's, coming out but he's not drinking eventually they would just stop wanting to hang out with me and i think partly because i mean look anybody who hangs around people who drink and like often and doesn't drink odds are they're kind of a narc like it's a pretty good rule of thumb okay but
1: stats aren't in your favor
3: they're not my favorite (laughs) fbi guy just texted me and said yeah we're on him bro (laughs) but i think eventually in the room five more minutes eventually (laughs) if you wait that storm out they're like oh He's just gonna be like this anyway, you know. So if you like him, you like him. If you don't, you don't. And so for me, one of the most enlightening things was realizing how, how i not vain is not the right word for what I'm trying to say, but how, uh, how fickle and uncomfortable people get with you know
0: that situation. I think I had this conversation with uh, Jeremy actually. I think you find out the depth the depth of some of your relationships. I think people either They look at you as I'm going to drink with this guy, and socially, you guys might have a great relationship, guy or girl. But I think once they find, oh, Nick's not drinking this month, or Max or Chase, like who are we're all very social and we do drink quite a bit. Oh, I'm not going to hang out with them now. Like there was a there was people that straight up wanted to make plans. I was like, Chase and I aren't drinking, so we're going to be sober watching this game. They're like. Okay, like, I'll just hit you up another time. <laughs> yeah, I'll hit you up in November. <laughs> I was so, like, okay, thanks, dude. <laughs>
2: it's so, f- no, you're so, like, okay, so, like, Yanni used the word fickle. You're kind of describing, like, that same, like, that depth of, like, relationship that you have with somebody. It is so funny to me that, you know, when you look back on it, it's like, I had, I had a couple of friends who, like, really respected it and were just, like, kind of go for it, like, you mm-hmm. know, and and it wasn't a big deal at all. But it's like, to your point, dude, it's just a month. You have your whole life to drink. And so many people's like like people come up with arguments. It's like this isn't an argument. This is my pat my street for the month. You're you're cool to stay on your street. And people would be like, Oh, you're so but come on, dude, you're twenty five,
1: bro. Like you gotta like what are you doing? That goes back to the exact reason that I did it though. Right. right. I mean, Nick knows like I tried to do this last year and didn't make it three days. Because in, <laughs> Chase, <laughs> in my the first days. person that tried a, to get me to it it crack <laughs> made me crack. Like, but this time I realized it's something that you want to do. You know, you it's realize yourself. yourself and I kind of just look back and it comes back to habits. Right. It takes 21 days to make or break a habit. And so, you know, I kind of realized this whole time, you know, since I've been in college, really, you're just drinking without thinking about it. It's autopilot. Right. At the end of the day you're you're not thinking twice about oh yeah like it's you associate drinking with being social so if i'm going to be social i'm going to drink and uh you know that's what 99% of people do and so taking that one month to kind of check myself and be like all right what is this really like without having this around was huge mm-hmm. and that's why i did it and that's why i was able to stick through it
3: those speaking on friends and in the college situation with not drinking the friends that i Act, who actually managed to stick around in my life through college will be there for the rest of my life. And not one, and what I mean by that is like I kept a very lean group of friends. Uh, none of them will ever leave my life. I'm not going to five months from now find a friend. I'm be like, ah, oh, we really didn't get it. He didn't get me because it's very easy to when you're, you know, when that's your lifestyle. To, to weed people out. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, you know, I'm s i am I was so appreciative of my friends who stuck around with me throughout that time because they could have very well thought I was a narc or done or, or, or you know, like this guy this kid sucks. I'm I'm drinking, he's not drinking, there's something wrong. And, you know those are the people who stick with you. It's really easy to weed people out that way.
2: I guess what we're kind of getting at is like, look, people are going to have differences throughout your life, whether that's the foods that they eat, the way that they dress, the amount of alcohol that they consume. And at the end of the day, dude, it's like, look, if no one's like, if someone's an asshole, then you shouldn't be friends with them. If someone's a good dude and they just don't happen to do everything you like to do, maybe take it upon yourself to be a little like, introspective and be like, eh, that's okay. I like the way that, like one of the reasons that we've always been friends, Yanni, and you were my manager at the bar and didn't drink. It was like an anomaly to me. Like, I wish I could do that. I'd be a way better bartender if I didn't (laughs) have this unlimited access to alcohol behind me. But you know, I always respected you because I was like, I appreciate that. It's totally, I get it. He's the manager. Why would he want to fuck off right now? He wants to do well at what he's doing. He obviously carries that into a lot of the other aspects of his life. It certainly doesn't take away from how I'm living my life. So sounds like we're boys, you know what I mean? And some people just can't get that through their heads. And unfortunately, those people are so single dimensional that they should probably, you know, consider some of
0: that, uh, you know, blow back on their own. So, yeah, I think, you know, if you're out there and There's just a surface level thing that someone's doing and you judge a relationship like, come on, you know, like we're all we're not like aliens because we didn't drink for a month. So that's that was just a funny part of this month and just seeing, you know, the depth of what some people how they how they look at you. Right. If they look at you as the social friend or if they actually inquire, hey, Nick, actually, why are you doing this? I'm curious. I want to know and not, oh, I could never do that. I respect you. So. I, I think there's some good dialogue around that. So, yeah, don't be judgmental on someone like that, man.
2: Try for a week and you, it'll, you'll see the same don't result. Don't trust
0: like that, man. Yeah, You don't know their life. <laughs> but, uh, you know, let's, let's peel back some of the fun times of the month. And, you know, for everybody, I guess, could answer this. But what was maybe the toughest experience or the most awkward experience someone's had being sober at an event or you know, turning down a drink, what was one of the tougher times?
1: Oh, that's, I mean, easy for me. I have two that stick out and they were both back to back, um, in a week, but, and I'll start with the harder one. The harder one was definitely one of my best friends, uh, you know, Brandon and, uh, Gabby, one of my other best friends both got engaged recently. Thanks. You know, congratulations to them. Their engagement party was during October (laughs) and it was like all of my childhood friends, Everybody I had grown up with such a great time such a great occasion you want to drink so badly and i'm sitting there with a club soda and lemon trying to like fake the fact that i'm like hanging out and having i mean i had a great mocktails, time mocktails don't get baby. me wrong but i was like Eventually so you undercover i did not want to be the vibe killer that's like yeah i'm not drinking tonight so everyone would be like tequila shots let's go and like everyone would come and be like chase here you go and shove one in my face and i'd be like yeah no i gotta i'm going to the bathroom but like here i'll take like i'll come back i'll be right back and just kind of had to keep dodging float to the next side of the party You break the news. Yeah.
0: On that event for chase, that was a Saturday night. I was at home and, uh, I texted chase. I was watching a football game. I was like, dude, this game sucks. I'm, I'm getting hammered right now. Like fuck this. And he called me and like freaked out. He's like, Dude, I'm driving back from this party. If you're drunk right now, I'm going straight back to that party, taking six <laughs> shots right now. <laughs> he, if I would have played out with that and he would have gone back to the party, it would have been one of the better pranks. But that's how close he was. I told him I was hammered and he's like, screw you, dude. Are you actually drunk? Because I'm turning around right now. <laughs> it was if you so, are, I was so, so serious. We saw it, <clears throat> excuse me.
2: We saw each other the same night. Um, and, I, and this was probably my heart. Because there were times where like, okay, I, got, I went to a wedding. Wasn't as hard because I'm with people I don't really know, so I don't really owe them. You know, like it wasn't a close friend. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah. And then you know, going to like a professional hockey game was tough. Uh, but when you look at the prices, you're like. So, This thing is some jangle in my pocket right there. $19 or $18 yeah, for a 16 ounce beer course. at Amway oh, yeah. Arena.
1: When you go to brunch with like all your friends and everyone has like a $70 tab and you're sitting there yeah. like, right at 16, you're just like, oh, <laughs> this is so worth it. Like, but the <laughs> hardest, the hardest
2: was going to a local, uh, watering hole. Uh, yeah, but specifically to Florida state and oh. must've been, I kid you not. I'm gonna go for 35 people that I was fond of in college, like with me, around me, people I haven't seen in a while, people who recently moved down here, and it was just like. Are you talking when you went to Township for a game day? Exactly. Okay. I went. I
0: didn't know if you were talking about when. No, I didn't think you went to Florida State. No, no. Off, I yeah. just went
2: ultra incognito. I did. Yeah, chased it. Yeah. <laughs> I went ultra incognito, and I did the same thing. The mocktail move was the I. The first thing I did when I got to the bar was buy. or buy I tipped a dollar on a soda water lime and And they give it
1: to you in that thin long glass so you can't even blend it.
2: yeah so (laughs) so I get so I get to the end of the game we got blown out by Clemson so everyone's kind of like in the boozing mood no one's even watching the game and I've made it this far without any issues no one asking me like chug this or let's let me buy you that and then the last person I'm like about to say bye to was like hey is that vodka and I was like yeah, uh, yeah, and he just takes his one of his two drinks, pours it all into my cup, <laughs> and was like, "Cheers, bro!" And I was just like, "Cheers!" It kind of did like you know turned around immediately, but that was probably my hardest, like right there, right then. <laughs> I don't necessarily have a, a a hardest moment, but something that to kind of just touch
0: on what you just said, or most awkward too, most awkward.
3: There. So when I first started managing the bars, I would the bartenders always offer you shots when you are walking back on the back end of the bar and walking through and so it's just kind of like a traditional thing and you just you usually would take the shot as a camaraderie thing well eventually I was like I was like damn these people are gonna spot me out and think I'm a weird ass if I don't start taking these shots I was like but I'm not gonna start drinking and so eventually I got really good at faking taking the shot Mm. I got so good to the point where it's like I could put it in my mouth and by the time the shot glass went into the trash can A a small stream of alcohol would come right after it, and you would not be able to tell. It looked like a drip out of the, out of the out of the cup.
1: Looks like just some of your dip falling. It just looked like I
3: was spitting. I mean, you couldn't even tell, and. Eventually, it got to a point where, you know, I got so good at it, I was just like taking the shots and faking taking them, and nobody knew anything. This guy's the but man one he's 12 time, shots. Deep. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, you're such a weirdo, Yanni. Bro, listen, I,
1: I wasn't going to drink. And so but when I went back this last. Some bartender tells a story of his manager where this guy took 15 <laughs> shots and drove home.
3: <laughs> yeah, so basically, and then, so when I went back up to Tallahassee last month, I was like, I'm still fucking slick. I can handle this. I'll try it again. And I went to do it and I was so bad at it. Like, I, I, my timing was off. There's a timing that you have to have to. I took that. I took the shot, put it in my mouth, threw the glass away. And like three seconds after, went to go spit it out in the trash can. And a stream of blue liquid just blatantly comes out of my <laughs> mouth. And the bartender's just staring there like, bro, what the hell's wrong with you? Did you like, you I good? just made you that. And I was like... I was like, yeah, my timing's off. I'm sorry, bro. You my timing's never, off. One bro, year ago, you you were never drinking,
2: done. dude. That Some of that got through to your gum line. Come no. on. <laughs> Come on. It doesn't count. Yeah, whatever.
0: It
3: doesn't <laughs> count. So you weren't, you weren't what, challenged. What about you,
0: Nick? What was your toughest moment? Toughest moment? So I was fortunate because my my two roommates also were taking a break from drinking. So there was no... And that for you, that probably helped as well. You and Max, like, oh, I wouldn't
1: have been able to do it if it was by myself. I would have cracked. Having everyone with me was how I was able to get through the whole. Month. Don't be down on Chase yourself. Chase was like, bro. "Let's hide." Bro, did you hear what he said when I was at the party? Yeah, <laughs> was Chase like, was like, "Let's hide dude, the bar cart." If one person fucks this up, I'm the first one to go grab a beer. We're like clearing
2: out. We're like. You know, we had some beers in the fridge or whatever on the last day. We're like, okay, let's take these down. And then Chase is like, "So what do we do with the bar cart?" I was like, "We fucking leave it there, dude." he's like, "Are you sure we can handle that?" I was
1: like, <laughs> "I was worried." The what? <laughs>
2: like the bar cart. Like
1: a bar cart, you know, like what you oh, keep oh, oh, oh. all the liquor on.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but so for me, my two roommates were taking a little bit of a break, so the household distractions weren't really there, but You know, last, last time Alex and I did sober October, part of the challenge is to make sure you put yourself in a situation, not the complete avoidance, like lock yourself in your room for a month. Yeah. That's not, that's not okay. That's nothing special, you know, but this month I did do more like a sobriety from the social scenes. I would say I just wanted a break from all the bar scenes going out late. Like I just didn't want that in my life as much, but towards the end, it was my roommate's birthday. Went out, the margaritas are flowing, I'm sitting at a restaurant, the only guy without a margarita, shots are coming, go out to the bars, and it's just like, ah, this is, you know, one, for one, I realized how gross some of the bars in Del Rey are, you know, being sober. When you don't have the beer goggles? Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, I was just like, I just feel filthy. Um, but I really was like, damn, there's six or seven days left. I might just go say, screw it (laughs) and send that one back. You got harder, closer to the end. hundred percent dead. Uh, so I didn't, first time I did it, I was in a lot more tougher situations, but I think, you know, the two of you definitely put yourself out there a little bit more. And I mean, Tallahassee sober, lightning game, sober, township sober, those are all, Shitty freaking. Tallahassee is
1: a wasteland
2: drinking 90th birthday for my grandmother with all of my family there. I was like, This is this is a joke. This is so hard. hard.
1: My my grandpa called me a pussy at least six times this (laughs) month for not drinking with them. My
2: grandmother thought it was like Oh, you're doing a you're doing a sober month. Like, okay, so, like thinking like I had like a problem, like, you just like got a out drug of, problem. Like you just got yeah. out of rehab. Yeah.
1: It's it, okay. So, <laughs> I, what time do you have to be home? What time <laughs> are they going to be calling on for the topic
2: you? of uh, on the topic of like going out in social environments and being sober? Because this is Yanni's like world, and this is like people watching one hundred and one. What are some of the most? And I'm kind of just going off the cuff here. What are some of the most like funny moments? or like just antics that are very common amongst people at a bar, especially when it gets in the later nights that you noticed?
0: Oh, the singing for sure. I was at a bar with live music. I, I wanted to sing along so bad, but just when you're yelling at the top of your lungs, singing a song at a bar sober, when you're drunk, you're just letting those words go, man. Like the singing... Didn't come out as much when you're being so at the bars for sure. You're just singing like every other word. Yeah, like (laughs) you just can't get into the song as much unless unless you were uh, drunk.
3: I think one time I remember seeing not one time, multiple times, people would duck their heads. They'd be leaning up on a table, and then they would duck their head slightly under the table, puke, and then come back up to the table like nothing happened. And people, well, the point is, they think there's you get so much slicker. You think when that you're, you're so drunk, much slicker when you're drunk than you, are, yeah. than you actually are because I can see your big ass head ducking under the Ugh. bar coming up with, <laughs> with I don't know, vomit on your mouth.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I think the, I mean, the most interesting thing I noticed is like how everyone like will simultaneously that like you don't even realize at the bar half the people there are pulling out jewels at the same time and putting them up to your <laughs> mouth and you're just like, whoa, like. Everyone is like, literally yeah, doing like that. Yeah, like
2: fifty percent of the bar. It's or crazy. I saw that. Uh That was one I totally saw. Uh um, Up here, Uh down here. Down too. Here. Oh, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't go to anywhere like other like major. Okay. Uh, you know, I went to Tampa, but is
1: Juuling that big? Juulin's big. It's not even. It's just the vaping. Like, could, it's not even all. We jewels. could do a whole
2: episode on that on nicotine in general. Um, but the other one I saw was the tendency for people to go. Drinks finished. New drink. Drinks finished. I was gonna say that. That's something
1: else that yeah I was gonna point out is just the whole ritual of going to the bar and what that entails. And when you're not drinking, to even go to the bar and order a, uh, you know, soda water and lime, and uh, you know, you just hold on to that. Like that takes some of it away. Like just going into a bar and just posting up somewhere and just like standing there. Like what? Like what? It's like it takes so much out of like the fun of it. Like there's a there's a ritual of going to the bar and being with everyone. And, you know, you got to pay the
0: cover or get a band or whatever. Go get your drink. Like there's steps to the process. So I also and I was talking, talking this one through and found myself doing it this weekend as I was drinking. But it's like it's like a blanket. It's like a social protection thing where if you don't want to be awkward with someone, you have your cup and you just keep sipping it, right? If you're in an awkward situation, you just keep drinking and you don't think much of it. <laughs> oh, it'll get better <laughs> and, eventually. Yeah. And you're just <laughs> like, <we're> hey, really. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sticking out. Like, I don't look weird. I'm just drinking, you know? So that's like being at a bar with no drink in your hand, sober or drunk, is just a weird thing. Yeah. It's a very know? what
1: do you do? What do I do with my hands type moment right now?
3: Eventually, listen, if you guys do it for long enough, you just learn to not care. You, you get, look, in That's the best, in the best the way possible, I don't know, I, look, so I've been obviously sober for a long time and I don't know what it's like to go regular drinking to not, I've never had that experience. I would assume after three or four months of just not drinking, like absolutely nothing. Eventually you just gain like this ability to just say, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not, not going to go hang out with my friends. If they want to go drink, I'm going to go. I'm not, not going to go on the boat. I'm going to go. You know, it is what it is. And if your friends, you know, have an attitude about that, then you need to reconsider some things. Mm-hmm.
0: So the other thing I'd like to bring up, and I I didn't follow up with you on this, Chase, but what about dating and like more intimate encounters while you're sober. Did Ooh. you ever Full did you go on that date?
1: No, it, did, it ended up getting pushed back. <laughs> I was going to say non-existent. <laughs> Till yeah. November? Because non-existent. It's yeah, it's impossible. So Especially if you're not already talking or in a relationship like have some type of momentum going on with somebody. Like if you have that, then yeah, you could audible and like make something work or happen, but if yeah. you're <laughs> going in from scratch, <laughs> no way. So Get over
2: yourself. Yeah, Jenna was offering my services as chauffeur. Like
0: I just became DD. So Chase and I come back from event, and he's like, yeah, I'm supposed to meet this girl for drinks tomorrow. I don't know what I'm going to do. So we spent <laughs> like 25 minutes discussing a game plan. Oh, duels. That's like, how does Chase act like he's drinking at the bar? But at the same time, it's kind of a bad look. If Chase is not drinking, then this girl's just drinking yes. next to him thinking that's creepy. that he's drinking. That's creepy. And we talked about like, this was my dilemma. Yeah. What did you ultimately decide? Did it go on the date? Uh, I I think you couldn't stomach it.
1: I was like, it just, I had lunch the next day with like a a buddy of mine and he was like, dude, just fucking lie to your boys and drink on the date. It was like, you're never going to go on. You'll never see that girl again. If you go on that date and do not drink. uh, I was going
2: to say, maybe maybe you're like, maybe your go-to move (laughs) is like, Hey, I'm trying, you know, like, I'm really into fitness. Hey, really I don't into, even
0: know you. This is our first date, but I'm not drinking. So, hi, Chase. Nice to meet you.
2: Yeah, never mind. It, there's no real situation where that plays out very and nicely. And then we
0: talked about if he got Yanni's there
3: earlier.
2: bewildered
1: right now.
3: I fucking hate you guys.
1: Bro, just, <laughs> how about just talk to her? Like, look. Maybe, maybe because it's just been such a normal oh, thing. Oh, I didn't cancel it because I wasn't drinking. That's what you came made it sound like No, yeah. Oh, okay. Shit came up. Yeah, no, I did I yeah. I think it's funny
3: that that's actually even, you know, that's that's even on the docket. That, like, it could be weird if you're not drinking. But no, my, pl- my I don't plan- know what to do with my hands. My bro. plan
1: was go there before, get a soda water and lime. And so she sit doesn't there. hear you order it? But if I order another one, I'm going to say, let me get another soda water and lime. It's like, oh, listen, I thought you were drinking vodka. First of vodka. all,
3: if you want some advice, if you tell the bartender, hey, listen, okay, this is also creepy because then he probably won't I'm serve saying. the girl. Yeah. He's not going to serve insane. the girl. If you tell the bartender, hey, listen, I'm not drinking. Um, can you? if I ask you
2: for
1: a drink, can you just give me I was non-alcoholic? Gonna I am not going to do that. But I just thought, somebody told like, me to do that before. And I go, yeah, 2020, that 2019, that doesn't work You just got to be straight up about it. You got to, like you said, have some confidence, have some balls and be like, look, just this is it. If we, if this is a deal breaker for you, it's a deal breaker, but it's a month.
3: It says a lot. It says a lot if it's a deal breaker. I mean, no, it's worth more like knowing. She grabs
2: a flask out of her purse and is like, I knew this was horse shit.
0: <laughs> So I think, I think you know what I'm talking about here, Chase, but there was a time this wasn't even October, but I had something going on. So I stayed sober on a trip down to Miami Mm -hmm. and we went out in Miami and I was, I was talking with this girl at the time and she wanted to get me to drink so bad for some reason and was just like, Oh, let's do a shot. Oh, just do one drink. Just do one. And I did not drink at all. And I'll be honest, we haven't talked at all since then. So I think for her, it was definitely a deal breaker for some reason or another that, uh, you know, when was I was no- out one night
1: during October, I, I had a girl literally put a drink up to my lips and was like, breathe. And like trying to put ice <laughs> like, put ice cubes in my mouth and be like, it's just ice. Like, there's not actually like alcohol on it. I'm like, it was Bro. in your liquor drink. Like, what are you saying? Eventually,
3: like, you become like a novelty. They're like, you think I can get him to drink? You think I can shove this drink in his mouth. Like, come
2: come on, it. Man. Yeah, it's def- yeah, there's definitely a culture around breaking it. But yeah. I
1: mean, so much good came from it. Like, I lost like 10 pounds. I can actually run like I a 5k it. now.
2: I
0: gained weight.
1: <laughs> Straight <laughs> up when we signed up for the Savage Race, Nick, I really did not think I was going to be able to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean the Savage Race, I mean we You did down. very well. You you did extremely well. Yeah. I,
2: it was hard as shit. You kicked my ass on the uh on the vert wall. Well, I kicked my ass on the vert wall.
1: <laughs> I was fired up about that one. I'm not gonna lie; that was that was really that was a big one for the for the confidence.
2: I pulled the old American Ninja Warrior where you can't get up the war ball. Oh wall. no, you get, dude, you get one shot at well, that. Yeah, thing. that's
1: really your energy goes down like eighty percent after your first. My try. Fi-
2: my hand feels like uh, like I was pulling on an anchor line that was forever stuck <laughs> in, in that, whatever. That in wall reef.
1: is why you run that race with the team. Yes, 100. percent Yes. Or you're just a you just a big fat loser. The 45-foot water slide, though, at the top of it was sick. That was worth it. Yes.
2: Uh, oh, that's what, told, like, Savage Race moment, that was like, I am not not getting up this wall because <laughs> yes. I'm going down that fucking slide, dude.
1: Like, there's no way. Did you I'm, guys help each other up the wall? We helped Max up, yeah, all three of us. <laughs> yeah, that's why, it took that's me, why my hands jacked
2: up. Yeah, dude. It took me, oh, it was so much. And then that was the, that was my bad turning point right there
0: you guys did it, though. But we completed. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. That's all matters. It was a finish. But uh, no, so I mean, I, and I had this conversation middle of the month was, I was talking with Alex and I was like, dude, this whole sober thing, like, I think you can still, like, you could still be sober after two drinks, right? And uh-huh. I was like, should we just implement it and say, all right, sober October, but when you, if you want to have two drinks when you do drink, that's fine. And then at the same time, it's like know a lot of people like yourselves had some good momentum going and to implement something like that, it would just ruin it all. But, you know, next month or not next month, next year, who knows what we're going to do? Who knows what the four and a half mics do as far as a possible challenge? But I don't know if I want or really need to do the full sobriety thing again. I think it would arguably be harder to do October. And then when you do drink, limit yourself to two beverages, because that to me, like there was on Saturday night, I was drinking casually and all of a sudden, you know, the night turned a little bit and now you're pounding shots. See, so I it's think like, that
1: like that works for some and not others, though, because like going back to my why for sober October was it came back to habits. Mm-hmm. And breaking ha- bad habits and making good habits. So what if like? And so I think the habit of drinking never leaves. If I have the out of after work, I can still go meet, you know, uh, guy X that I work with or girl X and have those two drinks and have that two drink thing at the happy hour and still go home. Like that doesn't break the habit for me. So I don't think that would work for me personally.
0: Well, the The idea is not. Maybe you would consider it a habit for you. But for me, like I never considered drinking in a habit like I could stop and be, you know, fine there. So for me, it was like it'd be a harder challenge. Like I don't consider like I don't consider myself an alcoholic or it's a habit that I need to have beers at every social encounter and every dinner. I can be sober and be fine. But it's I think it would be a harder challenge to not, you know, it's like avoiding the situation versus staying in the situation. Screwball moment. Uh if you guys
2: want a real challenge for next year's Sober October, quote unquote sober. The only alcohol the challenge is you can drink as much as you want, but the only alcohol that you can drink
1: is four loco.
2: Challenge accepted. Let's go let's go.
1: So you're either not drinking or you're gonna Blacked be in the up. hospital. Yeah, choose your nights choose your nights wisely. That's actually better than two drinks.
2: <laughs> or like it has to be malt beverage. Steel reserves. Yeah. yeah. A
1: couple of steelies.
2: No, 40 but- ounces of beer at one time only.
1: Yeah, <laughs> You're at oh the bar. Gosh. You got to order their finest malt beverage. The,
2: the ultimate anti-sobriety sober October.
0: <laughs> Yikes, dude. Yikes. <laughs> if you want
2: to drink, it's rumple meat. For every <laughs> drink that you have, you must also uh,
0: what have a, a better joke prepared for this. Start. Cool. Well, on that note, I mean, I think <laughs> we talked... <laughs> <laughs> We you try. gotta eat an egg
3: roll every time you pound a 40, it's yeah. about to do it there's
1: Max That's to close Max, it out, up. was it worth it? yes, would I do it again? I don't know, we'll find out next year
0: yeah I think uh, we've all done our We've made up for it already. And November's only, you know, not even two weeks in.
2: Just talk to people, man. Go out to a bar and talk to people. Alcohol is not supposed to be the gateway. It's supposed to be the lubricant, right? We all want to be, you know, on the same level and enjoy each other's company. Don't be the person that's too drunk all the time. You know, everyone has those days, but you know, I think alcohol is such an, is such a nice supplement to a good time. Um, and I don't want to be like, a commercial, but
0: you know, in everything in moderation. Yeah. It's all about finding the balance, but yeah, hit us up with your ideas. If you did a sober October, if you think there's some other good challenges that we can do, I mean, the hot yoga was awesome, but let us know, reach out to us at four and a half mics. But of course, before we go, we got to spin the freaking wheel and the spin the wheel challenge or not challenge, but a uh, topic this week, it's going to be the complete opposite of sobriety. Uh, whoever the little arrow that Yanni made, and we did fix the peg so it sounds normal today, I guess, um, whoever it lands on will be hammered at our next podcast. So good luck, guys, and uh, let's see who's going to be getting freaking wasted next four-and-a-half mic show.
2: Initiating
3: wheels. Oh, I
0: hope it's not me. It would
2: be a shame if it was me. <laughs> okay.
1: Let's go! Oh Oh. Oh,
0: shit! (laughs) Fuck! Until next time, four and a half Mike's fans. Peace. See you.